T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Breakfast Ball. Yes, we do have a name for this pod, golf podcast now. I'm Ben Charleston, joined by Ryan Hannibal, as always. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing good. We'll, we'll see if this name actually sticks. I know corporate always has some issues with that, but we're just going to roll with it and do it until somebody tells us to stop. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Well, we'll figure it out later. We'll go with it now. At least no one can complain about us not having a name anymore. So, this so is we're true. We start there. Yes, we have a name. That's for you, Mutt. We do have a name. All right, so this or last week, I guess, big news. For us in Massachusetts, we get golf back. Golf courses are open in Massachusetts, which with the weather getting nicer, it is a great relief for us to have something like that to come back. It would have been a very long summer with no golf. Yeah, what was it, like two weekends ago where it was like in the 60s and 70s both days, and that was a killer not to have golf. And I think through the month of April, it was a relief that the weather was kind of shitty and, um, you know, it wasn't really warm, it was raining, and so you could kind of – it wasn't terrible that golf, you know, wasn't around. But then when we got those nice weekends, it was kind of like, you know, where's golf? We kind of need this. And now it's good to have golf back. I've played uh, twice so far, and it's just good to be back on the course. And, yeah, it's a little bit different with the guidelines and such, but it's really, you know, besides just the pin staying in, there's really nothing that really changes on my end. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I've golfed a couple times also. And and I know the big thing for a lot of people, or some people, was no carts. And to be honest, I, I didn't mind it. There are certain courses in Massachusetts, yes, where golf carts would be appreciated. But I'm one of those people, I'm just happy to have golf back. If, if I need to, I'll grab a push cart and, and do it that way. But, yeah, I, I didn't really notice any difference between taking the pin out. And to be honest, that's not really a big thing anymore because I feel a lot of people now are leaving the pin in anyway. Well, are you one of those guys that, like last year, did you leave it in or take it out? I, I did whatever someone, like whoever I was playing with, if someone had a preference. I, I'm not a good enough putter where it's like one of those things that affects me. Like I, if, if someone has a strong preference to it, I'm fine doing either way. But yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't really notice the difference between it. Yeah, see, I hate putting with the flag in. Hate it. Like last year, I hated playing with people that leave it in. And I was kind of the guy that would like take it out, especially on short putts. Like in, I remember when I played in Hawaii, the guys that I played with left it in and like I couldn't putt all day. Um, but for whatever reason, maybe I'm used to it now. Like I putted pretty well last Sunday I played. Um, so maybe I'm getting used to it. And then like, do you usually ride a car or do you walk regularly? I'm like 50, 50. Again, it depends who I play with. Like if I'm playing with friends, um, most of them like riding in carts. So, so I usually take carts, but if I play by myself or like early on in like the weekday or something, I usually walk and I, I don't, I, to be honest, I kind of like walking. I, I feel like I play better when I walk cause I'm. I'm know, the same exact way. The guys, 
Yeah, the guys that I play with on the my foursome, most of the they usually take a cart just because that's who they are and who we are. So I just take a cart too. But now that we have to walk, and another one of my friends says I'm gonna start walking more just because he's found that he well, same way as you play better, you focus more, and so. I kind of enjoy it. And sure, like those afternoon rounds later on in the summer when carts are back, you want to have a cup of beer? Sure, I'll be glad to take a cart, but I, I don't mind I don't mind walking at all. Yeah, and I feel the same way. And in Massachusetts, I know that was one of the big things when uh, golf came back, people talking about no carts. And, and I think they made the right call bringing car, carts back for people that need them, like yeah. the people that are handicapped and stuff like that. So that, that makes sense to bring it back for them. But seeing people who, who play golf and – are healthy and able to walk complain about it it's it's one of those things it's like come on we we had complained so long to get golf back and have this back we get it back and it's like all right well now we didn't get carts back so let's complain more it's just like it's like appreciate what we have for at least at least like a week two weeks and then you can start complaining about it so give it some time like just like the rest of the state things are going to start you know opening back up slowly and i'm sure part of that will be changing these golf guidelines like carts will probably come back for single riders and also like i don't know about you that the tee times being 15 minutes spaced out that's not an issue but it's at my course it's not ideal and I'm sure it's not ideal for every course like I mean I wanted to play this afternoon with my buddies and we called yesterday to try to get a tea time after four o'clock and they had nothing just because it's 15 minutes per tea time and so you're only four tea times an hour fortunately you know they space out the, for members on the weekends I got time Saturday and Sunday but you know golf courses can't have as many people play as they did in the past and that you know I think that's something that'll get try to get changed too is sort of maybe go down to 12 minutes or 10 minutes just because 15-minute intervals is, is kind of a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. But I played this weekend in Connecticut with a buddy, and, and it was kind of nice to have that 15 minutes just because w- the course we were playing, there were a couple shorter holes yep. where you didn't have guys right behind you or you didn't have to wait for people in front of you, which was nice. But, but yeah, like I'm looking at tee times, or I was looking at tee times yesterday for this weekend, and everything's booked up until like 4 p.m. And then it's at like yeah. that point, it's, it's not really worth it. So So it is one of those things, yeah, it's – it's nice to have it back, but yeah, like they need to do something with the space out between tee times because yeah, we don't, yeah, like you're saying with only four um, tee times an hour, there's only so many uh, tee times you can get and, and they're booking up quickly. Yeah. Like my course reserves time for members on the weekend, usually from six thirty until usually it takes until nine thirty or 10 for the public to get open again. Now with the 15 minute intervals, I think the tee times for members are going from six thirty to like one thirty. So like that just leaves less time for the public. And that means the course isn't making as much money, no carts are making even less money. So I think you're right. We should be happy that golf's back and not complain, but you know, in a week or two, then I think, you know, people are going to want to have more changes come, especially as they see other things in the state start, start to change as well. Yeah, and I think one of those things, too, it was nice to get it open to start, and now it's one of those things, like, all right, now that it's open, uh, golf courses can kind of put a little bit more pressure on It's like, all right, we, we follow these guidelines. We've done all these stuff. Like, nothing – we're not having any outbreaks here. Like, nothing's coming from us. Like, like give us, like, another – like, a little bit of a handout. Like, hey, like, right. all right, you can have carts back or – 10 minutes between tea times, like maybe like every couple of weeks. And they just, I, yeah, they, they just need to stay on the, the government and just be like, Hey, we're following your guidelines. We're doing everything you're told us to do. Like at least give us a little bit of um, a sign that, that what we're doing isn't for nothing that like what we're doing is working for you and we're doing it right. So give us a little bit of that something that we can, we can take advantage of. 
And there are also, I'm sure there are some percentage of the population of golfers that need a cart to play, but don't have a disability. Like if you're, you know, I don't even know, like if you're up there in age and you just don't, you just can't walk 18 holes. So I think that for those people, they need carts back so they can start to play too. So I, I think carts will probably be the next thing to come. And also just because it's such a big revenue gener- generator for courses that they need carts back too, just to start. Oh making. yeah. Yeah. I, I know like looking at stuff. Yeah. Cause you play around, it's what, like 15 bucks extra a person just for a cart. Like yeah, $16 at my course. And so yeah, like so. The members that are playing are basically playing for free because they already paid their membership. So the course isn't making any money off of that. Yeah. So, so it'll be, it'll be interesting the next couple of weeks, what, um, the Massachusetts golf association is, is able to get it with stuff is starting to open up more in Massachusetts, which uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound great. Yeah. But so, so, but, but if they can start getting little things here and there, like, yeah, like you said, like, you know, 10 minutes between tea times and then a week later they get golf carts or something like that, where they can get a little bit more here and there, I think by, you know, mid June, end of June, if we get, you know, 10 minute tea times, carts back it'll be it'll be a good sign for us absolutely so i think people just be happy that golf's back but also realize that you know these next steps will be coming it's not like we're, we're gonna be playing the whole summer with no carts and in, in 15 minutes intervals of tea times yeah and i think that's one of the things too when you're out on the course make sure you're following the rules so when people look at this they're like all right like even the golfers are following it like let's give them that little bit of hope that you know the next step is coming for them yeah like I'm, they're seriously like doing it they're they're patrolling it maybe more than they should like at my course i know the board of health it went down there three times in a week just basically trying to make sure that everything's going okay and the police are going through the parking lot and you know riding up the streets that border the golf course and i understand it but at the same time like people are you can be more socially distant on a golf course than at a park and i just think golfers are kind of getting a little bit of a bad rap in a way that they're trying to find issues like I know there was a course I think in Reading that some a neighbor took a video of a couple golfers not being socially distant and sent it to someone and the course got shut down for the rest of the day so that's just going to happen I think that you know just do your part and golf will you know continue to get better and better and better yeah I still can't believe people do that like the whole video and like like I, I especially on the golf course like if you're talking to someone for like two minutes staying next to them I get it like it yeah you're not socially distanced but but come on, like let's let's not send videos to people about breaking a, a little bit of rule like that when who who knows? Like they're probably like four feet apart and it's something stupid like that. Well, you can just go to the like go down to a, a a sidewalk on like a big public walkway. You could find tons more violations than on a golf course. It's just you know, it is what it is, and I guess that's just something that you know we're gonna have to deal with for the time being. Yeah. All right. Well, and then we also got this week a uh, new – the PGA Tour uh, sent out their, I guess, I don't know, the rules for uh, – Yeah, like guidelines for uh, yeah, guidelines. There we go, for the comeback. Uh, it, it makes sense. Like, I, it was one test per player for tournament week. Um, they, they, it's a lot of your self-monitoring, like temperature, yep. uh, how you're feeling. Uh, and I saw – if someone tests positive, they just get isolated for two weeks. And I did see something they, they haven't come up with. It, it, if a certain amount of people test positive, will they cancel a tournament? Yeah. So that will be interesting. But it seems like what they're doing, and, and with golf again, like these guys rent house, you know, they're with a family. They're able to self-isolate when 
even on the course and off the course. So it's not like they're going to be having these big gatherings at their houses that they're staying at or they're able yeah, to. Yeah, I thought I said that they could either get the option of staying at a, a hotel, like that's all the players are going to be at, or they could, you know, go to, uh, you know, a, a hotel if they chose. But it seems like the tour is doing everything they can to keep like sort of a bubble and not like, I think one of the things the memo is they're not allowed to go out to restaurants. They're not allowed to, you know, do that. So they're trying to do everything they possibly can. And like you said, I don't think one player testing positive should shut down a tournament because then you're not going to have – like, that's just the new reality, I think. And the tour is doing everything they possibly can to, you know, make it safe. No fans, no spectators, no grandstands. Um, I did find it interesting a little bit that they are going to allow caddies to pull out the flags and, and rake bunkers, just sanitize it after the fact. And I think that's – it's okay. Like, if you're going to take the proper precautions and sanitize it afterwards, you know, why not? Like, it's, it's only, whatever, hundred and 40 players so to speak that are in this these tournaments and if all these guys are in the so-called bubble then then why not have a little bit different rules than general public yeah and I think I think you have to do that with with the pros like raking bunkers and I don't know pulling the flag that's not as huge but obviously like you were saying some guys like 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 with you you like putting without the the flag in obviously pros are the same way they they have a certain way but yeah like raking bunkers yeah if if caddies you know, wear gloves they sanitize stuff everything they can uh, take those precautions where it's not every single person using it. You have one person there who wipes everything down after it's touched. It, it's one of those things. Yeah. You, it, it's an easy fix for them. I feel like, and it's not a, it's not going to take extra time or anything like that. If, if they, yeah. Just and do those little things. The, the overall thought from the memo is it seems pretty positive that they're planning on coming back. What is it? July? I mean, June 10th or 13th, whatever yeah. that mid June. Yeah. They're planning to come back for the Charles Schwab Challenge, and, like, everything is going towards – everything's positive. There hasn't been any hiccups. Like, I don't know if we can do this, do that. The, I think the mayor of Fort Worth has come out and supported it. The governor of Texas has supported it. So, they're, they're, getting, they're progressing towards it, and I think the next step is going to be, you know, traveling from event to event. But also in that guidelines was the tour is going to charter a plane for players to use if they, if they choose. And I think that's another positive, too, that – you know, players have the option of not flying commercially. They can get on this charter with the rest of the tour and go to the next site. Like after Texas, it's it's um, Hilton Head, South Carolina. So that's going to be, you know, part of the next thing I would say is just making sure the travel is okay, travel logistics. But I think, you know, golf's in a good place to come back, you know, in mid-June. Yeah, and I figure I'm guessing with like those charter flights too, they'll be testing each player before they get on. Yeah, it's it's a, a 20, 24 hour test before everyone. Yeah, gets so which yeah, like it seems yeah, with like you're saying with the PGA, they're taking all the right steps. It seems like, or at least they they have the guidelines in place and to make it work. Right now, we'll we'll see what happens once we get to the first tournament and like that first flight. Maybe the first tournament goes great, no hitches, and then they get on the flight and all of a sudden they all get sick because one player had it, but. As of right now, it, what I'm seeing from them is strong guidelines that they've put in place. They have everything in order, ready to go. And it sounds like right now, they're yeah, like you said, they're in a good place to get ready for that first tournament, and, and they sound confident. And after that first tournament, they'll learn from that first tournament. Like if, you know, one aspect didn't go as smoothly, they can fix it for the next one. It'll be work in progress, and I think it'll only get better in time, not only from just doing it, but also – 
the country as a whole will probably get better, you would think, and testing will become more available and, you know, precautions, be, you know, people will have more information. So you would just think as the summer goes on, it'll get easier and easier to do. And who knows, like maybe they'll start to have fans back. Like for the first four events, there's no fans, but I thought I saw the Memorial is going to have like tracking devices in their badges, fans' badges, to sort of know where everybody is. And if there is a, a group of people gathered together, someone can see that and come in and say, hey, spread out. So I think the tour is in a really good place. And I think we've talked about this before. Golf's one of the few sports that you can actually be socially distant and even watch the, the tournament as fans. Like the courses are huge and, you know, you can spread out. Obviously not have full capacity like in the past, but fans can, you know, be present and, you know, be there. Yeah. And that's like, if they're having fans back, maybe you're not seeing the crazy crowds for Tiger. Cause yeah, fans will have to be spread out, but maybe you'll see guys more, the lesser guys get some crowds with them and, and, get an experience for them that they're not used to. So, yeah, I, I could see in, you know, a couple months in certain places, yeah, you could have, I don't know, yeah, like you said, 50% fans at yeah. these places. And, yeah, it's not going to be the same viewing experience for you. You're not going to be able to um, follow probably one golfer or you might have to stay in one location right. more often. But but you're still going to be out there enjoying some of the golf on, on the PGA Tour, which will be yeah, – it's good for the tour too because they get the money revenue from that. They're going to lose out, so it's a win-win for everybody. And you know, it's not going. It's probably not going to be a full, you know, normal season even later in the summer. But you know, anything with fans and anything with the sport being back is definitely a positive. Yeah, and I'm thinking like you're, we were talking about the test runs are these. I want them to be ready for the um, the the late half of the season, you know, where we have all the majors, the Ryder cup, I want them to be prepared for that and make sure they have all the kinks worked out. So we, we don't have any problems on those tournaments where maybe, I don't know if it'll still be around, but someone gets sick there and that really causes the problem I want. So yeah. I'm looking forward to, yeah, these first four tournaments really to work out all the kinks, all the bugs and have everything figured out for that second half of the year where the big tournaments are. And, and a lot of people, a lot more people will be watching. Yeah, that's a good point. Like most of the big tournaments are the majors are in August, September, the Ryder Cup in September, the Masters in November. So having these first couple of months, not only for the players to get sort of back into their midseason form, but also for the logistics of the tournament. I think that's a good point. So I think that the tour is in a really good spot. And, you know, based off of what we've seen so far, I think that they'll be they'll be just fine. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what some of the players say after that first tournament with travel, like living in like all in the same hotel stuff like that how much things have changed for them or if it really isn't that much different for them except a little bit more um cautious of social distancing and making sure they're not standing so close or, or touching the same things yeah I can't really imagine much would change it's not like like what are players really doing differently on a tournament week they're not you know maybe I guess their families can't go that's maybe the biggest difference but for them personally like I don't, they can what are they really doing anyway besides going from the course back to the hotel or the course back to their house? Yeah, so it's exciting. And since we don't have uh, – the tour starts in a, about a month, we'll say a little less than a month, but we do have some live golf this weekend. We yep. got the uh, charity event with Ricky Fowler, uh, Wolf against uh, Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. It's looking at just, just the world rankings. It is – 
uh, definitely very much one-sided, I will say. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't – why they – I understood they wanted to do the Oklahoma State thing with Fowler and, and Wolf, but, like, it's not real on paper, it's not exactly a fair match. Yeah, I was, like, looking at that. I, was, I, I kind of was thinking, I was like, why did they – was this, like, sponsor? And I, I knew the Oklahoma thing, but I was like – and I'm like, well, no, because Rory's uh, Nike, uh, Johnson's Adidas, Fowler's Puma. So it was very weird. That, and it was weird that they picked uh, Wolf as the guy. Maybe it was just they wanted someone who was Oklahoma. Yeah, I thought I saw they're all somehow tailor-made, but, like, because it is tailor-made driving relief. But, like, like you said, they're, like, they're not big, big tailor-made guys, like you said. Like, I, I think they just use their golf ball, probably. Yeah, I, I think did Rory switch to tailor-made recently or, like, last year or something, maybe? And yeah. maybe they all – yeah, but no, because um, Fowler's a Cobra guy, unless right. he's pushed over. Um, yeah, it's interesting. That's a good point. And I was kind of wondering, like, like with the Fowler thing, I was expecting him to be like Justin Thomas. Yeah. With, with like, their relationship, you always see them hanging out and, and playing rounds together. So I was kind of surprised by that. But I am excited. I'm just excited for live golf to be back. I, I like Fowler as a guy, like the personality of him. Wolf might have the – most interesting swing on tour right now yeah not uh it's kind of Jim Furyk-esque doesn't yeah that's what I was gonna say he's kind of like the Jim Furyk of like our generation now and then you got Rory and Dustin who are just monsters off the tee and everywhere so it's gonna be a lot of fun it it is nice that it's these guys playing because it is elite guys that are going out and obviously they're PGA Tour professionals but it's some of the top PGA Tour pros. Right. It's not like we're looking at, you know, guys ranked in, you know, 100th on the PGA Tour. These are the guys at the top. And I think that, you know, any golf I think would get watched, especially on national television, but having these guys makes it that much more interesting. And the format's good too. It's a skins game. They'll probably be mic'd up, probably a little bit of trash shocking here and there. And, you know, I think it'll be a, a relaxed, you know, round, but also interesting and, and fun too. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's, yeah, if they're mic'd up, I know Rory and Ricky are, are – Big talker, not big talkers, but but their their personalities. Right. Uh, Rory's a great um, match player, so it, it's, it'll be interesting. I'm not really sure what type of personality Johnson has. He seems more kind of laid back, quiet. Yeah, I can't that. imagine him really saying much. Yeah, and, and Wolf, I'm not sure about too. He, I know he last year was I think his first year on the tour, or yeah. last year that I really remember him. Um, but this is a big spot for him, I would say, to sort of raise his. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Recognition, and I think that he could use this definitely to his advantage down the road. Oh, definitely, because he's one of those up-and-coming guys. Like, there's that new generation of guys coming up who are, you know, young 20s who, who are starting to make a name for himself. So, yeah, this is – I know we talked about it. We're kind of confused why he's on there. But it, it's – for him, yeah, like you said, it's a great chance for him to, to make a name for himself. And if he plays well, too, I know it's for charity, but plays well, you know, has some funny comments or, or – you know, gives him a hard time. Um, people will be watching this tournament, and will there'll be nice name recognition for him. Yeah, and the the format's going to be a skins match. Uh, those two teams, you know, basically best ball for that team. So if you know Rory and Dustin Johnson make a birdie compared to Wolf and Ricky Apar, they get the skin. One through six holes are worth fifty thousand dollars each. Hole seven through sixteen, a hundred thousand. The 17th is worth 200000 and the 18th is played for 500000 So a nice little boost as that goes up, and I think it'll be fun. I think that, honestly, it's the first real live sporting event back besides UFC, and I wouldn't be surprised if the ratings are, are pretty big because, you know, what else are you going to be watching on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, um, I think 
NASCAR's back also this weekend. So yeah, right. But but yeah, like you're saying, Sunday afternoon, people, you're stuck in your house. You know, maybe you got outside for a walk early in the day. You played around early in the day. I'll be playing like golf that. at ten o'clock. I'll be right back in time. Yeah, and then you're back for for a nice. It'll be like it's like a three hour round. It's not going to be a super long term in either. I feel like I feel like it's going to be a pretty quick um, eighteen holes for them. And as long as they're mic'd up and like the thing with the problem I had with the last match. They were mic'd up, but I don't know. It wasn't really the Tiger Phil one, as you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like that's why I'm kind of like picturing this one, where it is that mic'd up, and you kind of hope they have a little bit more back and forth with each other. Where the Tiger Phil match, it was fine, but there there wasn't as much back and forth between the guys, where they're just kind of goofing around, talking as much. Where I hope on this one, they're more laid back, talking, giving each other a hard time, you know, talking shit to each other, and and, and making it more interesting for the viewers. I think that's where Ricky Fowler would come in. And to your point, if they had, like, JT and maybe Jordan Spieth, like, if they got that crew who it's close off the course, maybe that could have really been, you know, a good good event. But I think just the sponsors-wise, I don't know if JT's people or Spieth's people would allow that to happen. But like you said, I think that they want, want it to be more than just those four guys playing golf. They want it to be more entertaining with the trash talk back and forth because it's hard to, you know – only four guys playing, it's tough to fill airtime. So you want that in-between shots back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to have something between shots, yeah. Because if it's just them playing golf, like, I mean, I love golf. We both love golf. But if it's just them hitting shots and being like, oh, nice shot there. Great. Oh, great putt. Right. It, it's not going to be enjoyable because they, they, they don't have anyone else to go to. They can't right. switch to another hole and be like, hey, like, uh, right. Jordan Feet did this on 17. It's like, no, you're, you're stuck on these four guys. So, um, and, and with it being a charity match, they're, I, I hope they're more laid back. And, yeah, like they're, they're willing to, yeah. to give each other a hard time and, and kind of make fun of each other while they're out there, but, but also have a good time. Yeah, and I think that will be the same thing with the next match next weekend with Tiger, Phil, uh, Tom Brady, and, and Peyton Manning. So, I think that maybe that match can take something from this match this weekend, find out, you know, what worked, what didn't work, what they could do, what they can't do. And, you know, I think this will help out that match next week too. Yeah, I think the same thing. Yeah, they'll, they'll take lessons from this one, what went well, what went bad, and, and kind of put it into next week and, and kind of um, figure out how they can improve. And if they do great ratings on this and there are certain things that work, that next week's match is going to be, I think, just as big or if not bigger. Yeah, probably bigger just for the name recognition. You'll get more of just the casual fan wanting to see, you know, Brady and Manning play as this one is just pure golf. So. You know, I think that this is, a, you know, a good thing to do. I'm, I'm glad the tour allowed this to happen. Golf back. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, it would have been a real shame if, if the PGA Tour, like they, they put it all together in the PGA Tour next day and we're like, no, nah, we're not going to allow it to happen. So I'm glad they, they, like you said, allowed this to happen. I'm very happy about that. So who do you got? Which, which team are you going with? I'm going to go with the underdogs. I'm going to go with the underdogs and Fowler and Wolf. I just – just. I don't know. Just my gut root for the underdogs. I, I like Ricky. I mean, I like Ricky too, but I like Rory. He's one of my favorite players on tour. It'll be fun to watch, but I just, I don't know. I'm going to go with the underdogs. All right. I'll take, I'll take Rory and DJ. I, no, I do. I do like um, Wolf and Ricky. I feel like they, they have nothing to lose on this. So they'll probably be a little bit more laid back and obviously all the money's going to charity. So it's not a huge thing, but, but we'll, we'll see next week on the podcast when we discuss uh, the match two woods, what is it? Woods Manning, Mickelson, yep. Brady. We'll, we'll talk about yep. that next week on uh, Breakfast Ball. Maybe we'll have more uh, news on mass golf. Maybe things will change by then. And 
who, who knows? Maybe there'll be more PGA Tour stuff. And golf's pretty much the only sport that actually has stuff back. So I think that that's yeah, well, especially it's the only one with like good news too. Where right, every other sports, well, they're the owners and players going yeah. back and forth. Golf's you know has a plan and they're ready to go June whatever thirteenth, fourteenth, whatever. Everything is planned, scheduled, good to go. So now it's just a, it's just a waiting game for for the golf fans. Exactly, but and that's a more than any other sport can say. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, man. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.